Inspiration. Such a demanding thing. Or does it have to be? You can't make something if you're not consuming something. Or I create art in ordinariness. One doesn't have to look very far. Let me say a, a cosmic phenomenon. In conversations, ideas come to life. All of these things can be wellsprings of creativity. I want to be able to teach people, inspire people. That's where it all began. Somehow managed to see an opportunity where others didn't get it off the ground. People resonate with it and it's become its own thing. They told the story around it, and that's what really inspired me. There's so many possibilities. It's a very big pond, I guess. Thankful that I got like super bored not doing anything, so that made me start putting myself out there. Just be yourself. Just appreciate everything. It's all material. It's a podcast for and by creatives. My name is Aubrey, and I dare say it's all material. Let's get to the nitty-gritty now, shall we? It's all material. Welcome to the show where we talk about all things creative and the other things that come with it. This podcast aims to show some love to artists and creatives all over the world. And today with me is a talented hip-hop artist, illustrator, and entrepreneur. He's from Cebu, but he's currently in Butuan running his business. And he recently dropped his latest single on all streaming platforms. Hey, Brile, how's it going? Um, doing great. Uh, doing art stuff and music, as always. As always. How long have you been doing both? Um, I've been in the music scene for uh, 10 plus years. Mm. Uh, first starting uh, with the band scene, um, making music with uh, my friends. And then right now, I just started uh, doing solo uh, as a hip-hop artist last year. Oh wow! Just last year, wow! And before yeah. you used to, you used to play in in gigs um, as a band. And what instrument did you hold? Um, before I used to play the guitars, and I also sing at the same time. So, uh, there I, I also had bands which I in which I only sing. And the band that I am in right now is, uh, I sing and then I play the guitars at the same time. Nice, nice. And your genre is a, a little bit indie pop, right? Indie pop, shoegaze, that kind of stuff. Dream pop. Nice. Oh my God, that's awesome. I have to check that out. As of now, I've only checked out your personal your personal artist profile on Spotify, but I haven't checked out your band yet. Oh my God, now I can't wait to listen afterwards. Yeah, check it out. Yeah. Um. So your band name is Southern Space. Yes. Awesome, awesome. So um, I wanted to uh, circle back to your hip hop career. So what made you choose hip hop? as a genre for your solo project? So I've been listening to hip-hop rap music for a long time already. Um, mm. I listened to it even before I listened to rock. So it was basically my first genre, um, maybe around uh, when, I, when I was in my freshman days, mm-hmm. I was listening to hip-hop. And right now, I am currently uh, driven into isolation away from my bandmates. So... I don't really want to make that an excuse to stop making music mm. because we didn't we are no longer making music in southern space as of the moment. So uh, I retraced my hip hop roots and then I just I just tried to formulate uh, a project wherein I could work all alone on my own 
Mm-hmm. So uh, the best thing that I could make out of the present situation right now is to um, write hip hop music and rap. And you also mentioned to me that um, you have friends who produce the beats for you. So how did you meet those people like in the community who were making the beats and how were you able to collaborate the first time? So the first few people who made the, these beats for me were uh, mostly online friends. So mm-hmm. I met them around 2020. I was just basically um, scouting for people who are oh. also producers at the same time and then make friends with them. It's really easy to make friends with uh, these people because um, you are you are sharing the same passion in music. Yes. So I, I just... Uh, go to Discord, like different forums, Reddit, and then I find their stuff. And then I, I asked them if I could write um, my own lyrics to your beats. And then they agree. And then that's where it all starts. And um, after that, I, I was able to release my music. And then some people from uh, Botuan as well, who are also producing, uh, they, it caught their attention. Mm-hmm. So I started meeting them, like people from uh, my local scene. Mm-hmm. We, we met and then uh, made friends with them and then they, they, they produced my music as well. So I have both friends from online and real friends here in uh, Butuan, whom I just met in, in the pandemic. Oh my <laughs> God, everything is possible. Like, like yeah. thinking about it, thinking about it now, um, it just makes you you know optimistic because at first people were like oh we can't really collaborate oh we can't really see each other how are we supposed to brainstorm how are we supposed to but you are living proof that everything is possible yeah i just made the most out of everything that's available so that i can make music yeah Yeah. and it didn't stop you the isolation didn't stop you the distance the time away from your band didn't stop you at all that's awesome yeah definitely Where did you meet your bandmates way back? Um, my current bandmates right now, I met them in the Cebu music scene. Mm. So I, I was in Cebu because of school. Mm. And when I went to Cebu, I was already in, I was re- already recording um, with my previous band. Mm-hmm. And then we broke up. So um, I was very, um, I was very positive that I would be able to find my next band in Cebu. Mm-hmm. And I, I just really wanted wanted to uh, experience the scene because yeah. the scene is re- really uh, thriving. It's really, it's really um, a good place to be in. But So I w- luckily, I was able to find a band because um, my bandmates were also listening to uh, the stuff that we're putting out. Before I started uh, playing in the shoegaze band, I played in a punk band called Home At Last. It's, it's uh, based here in Butuan. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were listening to our stuff and they were also looking for a frontman, so they uh, asked me if I could play for them because they were also starting a new band. Oh. And uh, that's how it started with Southern Space. So cool. When when did you first pick up your instrument, your guitar? Uh, I started playing the guitar around when I was 11 or 12. And it was basically uh, self-taught. Like, no one was teaching me how to play chords and stuff. I just, oh, yeah. I just uh, self-taught myself 
from uh, like the usual uh, magazines and stuff. Yes. That's where I learned playing guitar. That's right. Yeah. The, the ones with the charts, the ones with the patterns. With the chord yeah. charts, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. So like you really made a way for you to learn. So what inspired you to pick up a guitar in the first place? Um, mainly my father because he, he, he was the only person that I saw playing the guitar. That's one. And then second is the kind of music that's playing in the house. It's basically uh, 80s uh, guitar music. Like uh, mm. the police, um, the cars, the kind Ooh. of stuff, Nirvana playing in the house. So um, that's what influenced me mainly. And uh, at that time, when I was playing the guitar, the prevalent genre of music at that time was uh, rock, basically emo. Ah, uh, yeah, punk, yeah, that kind emo. of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was the prevalent genre of music. So uh-huh. basically, I, I really want, wanted to be in a band. Mm. hence the punk band right yeah because <laughs> <laughs> that was like the main influence wow that's awesome mm-hmm. what was the first song you ever played i'm curious uh every breath you take by police nice i love that song like seriously like, i was just playing like I, I i felt like i was playing bass because <laughs> you know no one no one really taught me how to how to play <laughs> It was just plucking randomly. It wasn't even strumming at all. Like everyone would start strumming. Yes, yes. I started plucking. Oh wow! You did it. You did. You started with like a, a leveled up type of technique because most yeah. most would just try strumming, but you you were fiddling with the strings already at an early yeah. age. <laughs> so, what was the project that you've done so far that you're most proud of? I'm most proud of the LP that I uh, self-produced because it's been a really long time since I wanted to make a full-length album. Mm. Uh, it's always been a frustrated dream when I was in a, when I, when I was in in my bands before, mm. and uh, sadly it wasn't realized. So I was only able to do it when I was 26, which was last year. I was able to release a full length um, under the Braille Habits, the solo stuff that I was doing. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. What was the title of your your first album? The first album was called Atlas. Atlas. The one, oh, the one with the dollar sign. Yeah. Carrying the weight of the world. <laughs> I, I know, right? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. That's a great way to put it. So what experiences have you had? in the past that sparked your creativity and what do you do to get inspired these days so basically the things that inspire me is what i see what i perceive in this world so number one is what i listen to so um one 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 uh, genre of music that will never uh leave me is punk uh that kind of ethos so mm. all of the uh, uh relevant artists from that genre I am pretty much inspired by I think one one uh, inspiration that I would uh, point out is Ian Curtis from Joy Division Ooh. like um the the kind of sadness the degree of sadness that he has in this world he he um, converted it into something uh, that is palatable something that is uh that can be perceived by the people something that he can share so he made something out that, out of that disastrous uh, experience of his, and that's one thing that uh, I find refuge 
Can you tell me more about it? I haven't really heard of that yet, that story yet. Um, Ian Curtis is diagnosed with depression and um, and it's not a good exemplar to, te- to, to tell us of a story because I, he killed himself but um, it's his life that mm. I that I found inspiration from mm. like even uh, during those times when he was alive uh, he did a lot to inspire people around him including me Joy Division that's the mm. band yeah, yeah. That's the Love Will Tear Us Apart band, right? Yeah, yeah. I think I heard that song for the first time when it was covered by a different band, like for an OST of the Time Traveler's Wife. And then when I checked out the original, I'm like, oh my God, I love this so much better. <laughs> like, <it was> just... <laughs> yeah, I haven't heard the cover though. Oh, you haven't heard a cover yet? It was a sadder version of it because it's kind of upbeat, right? The the original. So the one that they did was kind of like a waltzy style because it was for a wedding mm. dance, like Eric Bana mm. and Rachel McAdams wedding dance. So that was the song there. Mm. And I'm like, oh, this is a this is nice lyrics. And and then when I checked out the original, oh my God, I'm so hyped up. <laughs> it's very cathartic. Yes. Exactly. And um, also, I wanted to talk to you about your brand. When did that come about? Tell me more about your brand, Good Habits. Oh, yeah. So Good Habits started out as a concept um, even before the pandemic. It it already started out as a concept. Uh, But Good Habits is not my first brand. Um, I had a couple of uh, brands before. And then I stopped being in a clothing brand uh, around 2017 because I had to go to school again. Mm. And then it's just like a product of uh, three around three years of observation, uh, being a consumer be, and observing how fast uh, the fashion landscape changes from time to time. So yeah, just it's just me keeping up with the trend, with the fashion trend. And it's just a repository of um, my fashion uh, preferences. Basically, ah, that's right. When did you start illustrating? Like your works, your designs are so fire, man! Like when I check them out, <laughs> oh my god, so talented. Um, I started designing when I was still in high school. It was my first uh, official job, I guess, because I started out working for um, different brands, clothing brands from Cebu. Because around 2010, 2011, I was in high school. And the local clothing scene was uh, pretty much booming at that time. Mm. It was the golden age of local clothing brands. Ah, So um, I hopped in to the bandwagon. And then um, I I designed for uh, different brands until I started uh, considering um, making my own brand. Mm. And then that was was how... um, uh, Candy Hate started and then Good Habits Cartel. Nice. So when did you start drawing or designing like as a kid? Like, have you ever, um, did you always enjoy art ever since? Like, like the same way that you enjoy your music or did you, did that occur to you earlier than music or was music kind of way ahead of the art? I think, um, believe it or not, I started drawing first before I, was able to learn how to write Whoa. or read. <laughs> yeah, that's as far as I could remember. And my mom would tell me stories about me uh, drawing random stuff. But most of the stuff that I was drawing about was 
like Greek mythology, Roman mythology, that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Um, history inclined na mga illustration. Yeah, mga around two, I was already drawing. And then the music, the music part came later already around, I was already in uh, high school, a freshman when I took music seriously. Like mm-hmm. when I was really writing already and being in bands and stuff. So right. yeah, music came later. What was the greatest challenge in doing the work that you do? Um, number one, since I'm already 26, the greatest challenge is uh, pressure from society because supposedly um, society will think that uh, by 26, you're, you're already doing a lot of things to uh, keep yourself afloat, uh, mm. to keep that stability. But mm. when you are inclined in, in the arts, um, it is not a guarantee that uh, you would be able to put ramen in the cupboards Yeah. Like um, art doesn't really pay because it's the kind of society that we are in right now. Yeah. So, you know, it's just a gamble. I'm, I'm just uh, uh, doing everything that I can to get my art out there regardless of uh, the returns, I guess. And I guess that one of the reasons why I'm going to school right now is you know, if, if the art fails, at least I have something else to catch me. <laughs> But it has so yeah. much potential. Like, man, it's already making it. Uh, you're already making it. Like, as we think, like you're you're like way ahead of your your own self. Like from from before. Like when you take another step, like towards your goal, one step closer to it every day. That's I think what I was trying to say. You know, and and you're still doing doing a great job, and you're also inspiring Thanks. young people Thank to you. to pursue something that you really went for and until now i'm still amazed about how you contacted all of those people online in the middle of covid (laughs) just to collaborate man that was that was gutsy like me i like most people would just fear rejection right yeah most people would just think that oh my god they might just ignore me they might just think i got ignored like Mm. not all of the people that i messaged were receptive Uh, message right. called like <laughs> I got ignored a lot of times <laughs> yeah I think it, it really happens to the to the best of us too like when we when we also have that attempt to to create a connection it doesn't like there are times that it doesn't work out but that's fine mm. it just filters out what's meant for you you know exactly yeah so do you have any sort of advice to anyone who wants to to also pursue like creating their own clothing brand and you know producing their own music or anybody i think number one is resilience because just like what i was able to discuss earlier mm-hmm. um it will not necessarily pay right away mm-hmm. so there it's the kind of uh, industry that uh, throws a lot of hurdles first it will try to test you first yeah as to whether you you deserve the if you deserve to reap the uh the fruits of the industry mm. so yeah bo- it works in both uh, art and uh, uh music at the same time uh music is v- a very rigid uh, uh industry why would you and say so because it judges right away oh. uh, yeah. yeah there are a lot of people who, and and the, the the people are in terms of their um uh, attention span is very short and mm. It's a very competitive industry, it in in the sense that it was shaped that way already by uh, the you know the internet age 
and right. the accessibility to music yeah how how anyone can make music nowadays mm-hmm. so be- because of that accessibility also came that uh, curse to the current uh, musician right now yeah like both a the, blessing and a curse mm. yeah the landscape is very competitive already so just be resilient never stop and know how to get your music out there um work smart yeah you yeah know. work smart because working smart beats working hard right yes definitely oh do you ever like get creative block at all have you ever had any of those days i do and it's worse because whenever i get creative block or artist block um it, it runs for three months a couple of months mm. i wouldn't be able to do anything at all that's a long but, hiatus yeah but one thing that's good about it is when i get artists block uh, in my music i'm able to do something functional with my art like the visual stuff mm. so it, it's how my brain works like if i get art block in uh, the visual stuff i'm able to do something uh, with regard to the music stuff that i'm doing mm, kind of balancing both <laughs> it's one way or another Yeah, yeah, that's great. That's great. That's actually great. You can you know, and you're proof that somebody can be two, three, four things at the same time, you know? We can't um because there are some people who are scared to even try to be another thing mm-hmm. because they're so mm-hmm. used to being just this one thing, but yeah. they actually want to try something new. And with you, now that you told me that that's a great way to handle creative block like having a different outlet of creativity and that just mm-hmm. gives everybody an idea that they too can be two three things or whatever they want to be you know yeah all right and oh why don't you uh, invite everybody to 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 follow your your brand page and also your music and also your your bands uh, your bands pages yes thank you um i would like to invite and listeners Uh, to like my page, Braille Habits, facebook.com slash Braille Habits. That's for my uh, music, the solo stuff. And then I also have uh, Instagram. Uh, just search at Braille Habits. And on Spotify as well, Braille Habits. And you can download my songs there on Spotify if you have premium. And um, also check out my brand, facebook.com slash gdhbts. And we're also on Shopee, shopee.ph slash goodhabits.cartel. And then um, for my band as well, Southern Space, we're both on uh, Spotify, Facebook, and uh, Instagram. So check us out, Southern Space. Nice, nice. You have a Shopee page. I'm so glad. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to browse through that and add to cart. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time, man. I really appreciate it. And I love your story. It's just really inspiring. And it also lights a fire for everybody who wants to pursue a creative career. And I appreciate you, man. Thank you so much for your time. Thanks for having me. This is Aubrey, and you're listening to It's All Material. New episode every Thursday at 7 p.m.